Hello and welcome to the Ritual Misery Podcast episode, shoot, 293 for Tuesday, the 26th of April, 2022. This is a show where two lifelong friends and their guests celebrate all things geek. I'm Amos, that's Kent, and I'm not used to this because Kent doesn't want to do it more than once a month. What's up? Hey, um, I mean, <laughs> I want to do it every day. What, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, um, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to continue to call you out until you have free time. Then I'm busy. That way you can call me out. and it just because, Right. Yeah, it yeah. It used to be yeah. a game for the next three years. Is, <laughs> I mean, might as well keep the trend going. It's been the trend yeah. for, uh, it's been the game oh, for a couple of years now. So. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Keep it going. Um, How you been, man? Um, I'm, I'm doing decently well now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Post-COVID. Um, Post-COVID. Yeah. Yeah. The world's not post-COVID, apparently. Uh, um, yeah, turns no, out. No, we, we thought we were post-COVID, uh, and then you caught COVID, and now we're, yeah. we're, we're trans-COVID still. Yeah. I, I am I am very recently post-COVID. Um, yeah, man. Uh, we had a great time in Austin, and then uh, I came home to discover that I had COVID. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure I got it either on an airplane or in an airport and not in Austin proper because every single person that I encountered that I knew in Austin all tested negative. So pretty sure I got it after my departure. I so. I thought I had it because I was just so completely wiped after coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I took like four tests and they were all negative. So yeah, either I had faulty tests or I... I was just a schmuck and didn't have any energy. Yeah. Well, I mean, you were on a very tight schedule. You were only in Austin for a few days, and it was kind of go, 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 go the whole time you were there. You didn't have yeah. a lot of downtime. Yeah. I had, what, three and a half weeks where I was in Vegas and Alaska and Washington and Austin yep. all in that three and a half weeks. So, yeah. It was uh, it was exciting times. <laughs> That's one way to put it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So out of, out of those trips, which, which one did you have the most fun on? Oh, you're going to call me out. Um, <laughs> honestly, the, I had the most fun in Vegas with my wife. Yeah. Watching well, that makes sense. Soccer. Yeah. Um, no, that makes sense. Not far beyond behind that was Austin and then Washington and then Alaska's just, that's where I live. So it's like not an adventure. It's just life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would be an adventure for most of us uh, if we yeah. went up there, but uh, not not so much for you these days. Yeah, I, I did. Um, I did install a GMS GMRS radio in my truck. Okay, which and, um, so you know, you know, CBs, right? Like in smoking the bandit and shit like that. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, current references, I like those. Yeah, well, that's the whole point. <laughs> Uh, CB is, has been the standard for like a long time and GMRS and FRS have recently become more of a standard and that's kind of what everybody's going to. And I've been on it for a couple of years, you know, little walkie talkies, you know, little handheld walkie talkies and, uh, finally got one, a nice one and put it in my truck and now I'm ready to go do some four wheeling. Um, now it's just a matter of when the schedules allow because it's still soccer season. So most Saturdays when the four by clubs are going out trailing and shit like that um i'm shooting soccer games with my son so (laughs) right yeah um yeah when does when does soccer end memorial day weekend is finals okay and that's in that's next month right it's end of may yeah yeah most of our home games are done so most of the games from here on out are going to be down in anchorage which is going to add some fun to the whole thing um two weeks from now i'm heading up to fairbanks to I guess next week, because we're on Tuesday now, uh, two weeks from now. So next weekend, not this coming weekend, next weekend, I'm heading up to Fairbanks because the, they have two games up there every year and we're heading up there that weekend. So that'll be a nice trip. Nice six hour drive in a straight line around and through mountains. Uh, <laughs> hey, thanks for the uh, resub. W's got his one. Um, yeah, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna try to do this, um, a little more than once a month, but, um, yeah, well, we're, yeah, mm, I'm not gonna promise anything on the, on the schedule, but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, man, well, that's, that's, that's cool. Um, yeah, so Austin, we went to Austin. 
yeah, you were only there for a few days. I was there for a full week. Yep. Um, I started my my Austin adventure out like I like, like it's kind of become tradition for me now. First thing I did was went and got a haircut. <laughs> um, so it's uh, it's it's a tradition I like. I've got shitty barbers in Alamogordo, <laughs> and Austin <laughs> has a plethora of really great barbers. So I, I I found a barber that I really liked, and I've just been going back to those guys. Um, so that's how I started out. Um, next thing on the agenda is always to get barbecue, and that actually that actually kind of became a little bit of a frustrating adventure. Uh, my my haircut was at ten a.m. And I was like, this will be great. I should be out by 11. It should be like, you know, great time to go get some lunch. Perfect timing for barbecue. Uh, once I had finished my haircut, I opened up my Google Maps and searched barbecue. What's the nearest barbecue? Lucky me, I'm in Austin. So I was like within a block of, right. of barbecue, right? And it was, it was highly recommended on, on uh, the Google Maps thing. I was like, hell yeah, about me to get, about to get me some good cue. Uh, so I go over there. It's like a quarter till 11 at this point, and they don't open till 11. So I had to kind of sit around for about 15 minutes, played some Pokemon Go. Mouth starts watering. I'm ready to go. Want some Q. Doors open. I go in, and uh, uh, you, when you first walk into this place, it's kind of like a bar area. And uh, the gentleman that's uh, sitting behind the bar is like, uh, uh, what can I get for you? And I was like, well, uh, hoping to get some barbecue. And he goes, ooh, um, it's Tuesday. Uh, we don't serve barbecue on Tuesdays. Uh, but if you come back tomorrow, I was like, son of a bitch. Uh, so since I was there, I, I went so ahead what and had hurt my first more? Austin beer. What hurt more? Not being able to get barbecue or having waited an extra 15 minutes just to not get barbecue? <sighs> Not getting the barbecue was the pain, the true pain. Uh, but the salt in the wound was the was the extra weight. Um, yeah, so I was like, all right. So I went ahead and had a beer uh, with the guy, had a nice little chat, uh, then went and searched for more, more barbecue. And the nearest barbecue spot, I navigated to it as a place I'd never heard of. And I was like, um, okay. So when I finally get there, it's like, I don't know, probably like a 10, 12 minute walk. Yeah. So I finally get over to the place and well, at least where, where Google maps says it is. And I'm like, what the fuck? I can't find it. Like, it's like, I'm in a parking lot of a, of a whole foods. Where is this freaking barbecue spot? <laughs> so, so then I discover that the barbecue spot is inside the whole foods. Oh, okay. Like, oh my God. I was like, okay. All right. So let me, let me go into this whole foods. And, uh, this Whole Foods was absolutely gigantic. It's like Is this uh, one on Sixth Street. Um, I think it was actually. It was either on Fifth or Sixth. I think yeah, it was. On I sixth. think I think it's between Fifth and Sixth. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, I think so. I think so. It's like uh, way out there. Like you got to hike to get there. When you get to Whole oh, Foods, yeah. you know you yep. are not in the neighborhood of the bars. Yeah. Yeah. So so anyway, so I go in there and they, they've got a ton of food selections. They've got. Uh, this the most massive salad bar I think I've ever seen. Uh, they got a, just a sandwich counter. They've got all kinds of stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay, I need to make my way to the barbecue. It's all the way in the back. And I was like, cool, I'm gonna get myself a brisket sandwich. That sounds good today. Uh, guy takes his sweet ass time, gets me a brisket sandwich. Go up to the front of the store, pay for it. Then I go s- sit down. Um, in like the, you know, little area in the front of the Whole Foods. And, um, it was probably the shittiest barbecue I've ever had in my life. It was such a disappointment. So, so to answer chat room's question, yes, being in a Whole Foods should have been red flag for a barbecue joint. Right. Yep. Yep. But the next, the next closest barbecue spot was like another 15 minutes and it was hot as shit. And I really just wanted some fucking barbecue right now. Uh, but I did learn my lesson. I should have taken the extra 15-minute walk <laughs> and gotten some good barbecue. Yep. Uh man. But I had barbecue like probably five more times when yeah. I was in Austin. And all of it was amazing. So Th- This was probably the first trip to Austin that I've taken where I didn't get barbecue. Oh, I'm so sad for you. 
Yeah. So it just it just didn't work out. Like we got barbecue at the Airbnb and I just I I ate while I was out and then we got back and we ate on the way back and then like it just all those barbecues just sitting there and I wasn't hungry. Every time I knew there was barbecue in the fridge, I was like not hungry because we had either just eaten mm. or we were getting ready to go somewhere to eat and we still had all this goddamn barbecue in the fridge. <laughs> And I was like, Fuck. yep. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. I think I ate on that twice. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. That was a lot of food. It was pretty good, too. Man, sorry you missed out. Um, so I arrived on Thursday. And of course, we held our, our, our typical ritual misery event to kick off Diamond Club weekend. Yep. At Darwin's um, on six. At Darwin's. Uh, they do not serve food there anymore. Yeah. Which, unfortunately. They had if really about me and Darwin's was it was a punch in the gut that that made me very much sad. Yeah, yeah, uh, but that was a fun event. Uh, we had probably I don't know what would you say about fifteen folks show up. Um, like Somewhere yeah, between ten 15, and fifteen. Fifteen, twenty. One, two, yeah. three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, <laughs> ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Well, I got thirteen in this picture, and I think a couple showed up after that. I know Tay showed up after that picture, so you're looking at like fifteen yeah. people or so. Yeah, yeah, it was good. I'm, it was, um, uh, it was expensive as fuck, but it was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't we didn't put on any sort of show. We didn't do games. We just kind of showed up, and people joined yeah. us, and we had a we had a blast for about uh, what about four hours? I think we probably hung out at Darwin's. Yeah, we were there for a good minute. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, got got yeah. nice and uh, nice and tipsy, and then I don't remember leaving Darwin's. Like, what did we do when we left Darwin's? Oh yeah, I um, do. I remember because we we went over to the parking garage and got in Dark's car and drove back to the to the Airbnb. Yeah, well, we spent McDonald's probably. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. McDonald's was kind of a that was kind of a shit show experience. Womp womp. Um, basically, a clown car in a drive through for way too long. <laughs> To to get food that didn't take into uh, account everyone's um, dietary needs, so yeah, right. <laughs> it's a shit show. Yeah, shit show clown car. Yeah, that sounds about yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had some uh, some half drunk, if not completely drunk, uh, individuals. Uh, they were cranky and tired from travel, and <laughs> it was just it was uh, it was a it was yep. a good group dynamics um, moment. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It was it was great. It was wonderful. Yep. Um, um, then Saturday, though Saturday, yep. man, Saturday was busy. Yeah, as Debbie yeah. Scott's well, one says, "Who serves breakfast at two a.m. at McDonald's?" Every McDonald's should be serving breakfast at two a.m. Every McDonald's should be sh- serving breakfast and everything at two a.m. It should be serving uh, all the things at two a.m. Yeah, precisely. Like it's peak drunk time. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, fr- so before the big event on Saturday, we had a like a pregame type event on Friday, which was a wonderful opportunity to meet oh, some people right. for the first time and get a ton of pictures. Um, yeah, really good time. That was at the Fang and Feather, uh, part of the Wizard Academy uh, complex. <laughs> um, Every really time cool. someone asked me what that place was, I was like, I don't know, something the feather, like uh, the fool and yeah. feather, the. The foul it's got like feather, it, it's got like three feather. names, yeah. <laughs> uh, the the place of many names in Southwest Austin, <laughs> sure. Yeah, uh, bang a feather, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so so that was a blast. And then Saturday, of course, um, was the big Founders Day event um, at the Modern Rogue World Headquarters. Uh, that was a blast. We we started out volunteering so we had to get there a little bit earlier than than most and we helped with the parking situation and and whatever other little tasks that Corey had for us um mm-hmm. and then finally we got into the event and my gosh the sun was shining the wind was blowing <laughs> i had the most chapped lips i have had probably in the past decade <laughs> you're not you're not kidding at all Yep, and probably the reddest neck that I've had in at least a couple of years. <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. It was, um, man, lots of, lots of, lots of really fun events. Lots of people that uh, I hadn't seen in a long time. Lots of people that I'm meeting for the first time. Yep. Uh, some folks I had met um, the the night previous. Um, it was, it was a blast, man. 
Yeah. I, so I, I had kind of a deal going on with, with, uh, with should where I would go around and take pictures and then, you know, basically give the pictures to him. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I was basically doing that the entire day, just taking pictures. I took 1400 pictures over the course of the day, 1406 mm-hmm. over the weekend, I guess. So it was probably 1300 of them from that day, but 1400 total. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was, uh, it was great to watch the shows. It was great to challenge myself to try to capture the event and it was one of those things where there were different groups colliding because we had Diamond Club. We also mm-hmm. had uh, the Rogies. Or the Rogies. Is that, is, that, is, that their, I, is that what we're calling them? <laughs> I, I, that's what I was calling them. I was calling them Rogies. Um, yeah, okay. So you had the, the Diamond Club, you had the Rogies, and then you had um, uh, just, what, what was the other group? The, oh, the, the, the Schoolies from Scam School. Oh right, yeah, yeah, the yeah, so, scam school, scam nation, yeah, yeah, and there was even a there was re- even a handful of folks that were there to see Justin uh, from the, you know they knew him from DTNS and PX3. Yep, and there's there's somebody there was just there for Heaton for Andrew Heaton. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he was he was barely in attendance. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't even performing. He was just going to be there. Um, yeah, there's and there's there's a few. Oh, and the scoops. There. there was also yep, the, scoops the scoops as yep. well. Yeah, uh, the Ice scoop troop scoops. or the scoopies or whatever name you want to give them. <laughs> Um, I, I had never experienced, uh, scoops fest or, you know, ice cream social or anything. Um, because when, when Brian and Justin have done events with them, I've always ended up missing those events and, or skipping those events, like not listening to them or whatever else, you know? Mm -hmm. And that was my first experience with them that day. And they were hilarious. That was a great time. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're pretty fun. Um, I haven't experienced a whole lot of their stuff. I think I've seen most of the collabs they've done with Brian and Justin. Um, I'm pretty sure I haven't seen all, and I've seen next to nothing outside of of that. But yeah, they're um, yeah they're they're a fun bunch. Their fandom or their their the scoops, I guess we'll just say, uh, remind me a lot of of early diamond club with the enthusiasm and, and um, group participation type stuff. Uh, when they put a, when they put a word out to the audience saying, Hey, uh, it'd be cool if you guys did this thing. Uh, they really do it in droves as you have some photographic evidence of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's so, so they, I, well, for, for those that don't know what we're talking about, so uh, Brape is an is kind of like a, uh, I guess it was an inside joke. Uh, it kind of it started as a, a funny suggestion that turned into a, a big joke, and then it kind of became the joke that wouldn't die. Uh, it was the the name for Brian's property uh, would be Brape, which stands for Brushwood Recording and Podcasting Enclave. And the only reason I can say that. Uh, so, uh, confidently is because I've got a sticker, um, right here that, that it was given to me by, um, I don't know if it was Matt or Mattingly. It was one of the, one of the, the ice cream social dudes, uh, came up to me after, after one of their bits and handed that over to me. Uh, but the, but the scoops made, I think, what was it? 54 plaques, brape plaques for Brian and Justin. Um, Absolutely insane. Yeah. Yep. It was, uh, it was pretty crazy. And it was yeah. a lot of fun. Cause I, I went back there and I was, I was watching with them as far as, you know, them opening the box. Cause it came in this huge box mm-hmm. and it, it was kind of ridiculous how much creativity had gone into those little grape signs. Um, it's really, really good. I yeah, and and like it. the whole range of sizes too. Like, there's some really big ones. There's some super duper tiny ones, like thumbnail, literal thumbnail size, and everything in between. Yep, all um, si- all styles and and everything. We'll, and, we'll get back in and in building video. materials. Um, all all like everything. They're mm-hmm. just wonderful. Um, and so here's one thing that I want to show before we go any further. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, and 
and also, well, before before you say what you're going to say, um, I just want to say to folks that are listening to this as an audio podcast, um, I highly recommend getting on YouTube and, and checking out this video because it's going to be a very um, photo-heavy episode. We're going to be showing a lot of stuff yep. on screen that you're going to that you're going to miss out on if you if you're only listening to this on audio. Yep, and of course the links will be in the in the show notes for the website where all these images are brought up. But you know, if you don't want to have to go fumble through there, yep. All right, <clears throat> here is one of the few pictures I had intended to take when I got there. Like this is I had planned this from the get go, mm-hmm. and that is yes, the uh, a high res picture of the Diamond, the Founders Club plaque. Mm-hmm. This um, is the this is the plaque uh, with the names of everyone who well joined the Founders Club, which was the uh, kind of an investment vehicle uh, for for Brian to get community involvement and in helping fund the development of the the property, the brain, uh, if you will. <laughs> a a small correction: it's not everyone who contributed; it's everyone who contributed at a at a minimum level or higher. I think right, it's the fifty dollar right. level. You got your name on the plaque. Um, yeah, that sounds right. That sounds right. Yeah, and this was a couple of years ago. I think what two, two and a half, three years ago, probably when yep. when this um, push was happening. Yep. Um. Yeah, it's got it's got a lot of names on there. A lot yep. of names. <laughs> to include Kit from RMP and Amos from RMP. <laughs> Yeah. So just so you know, anytime you think that I don't think about you, there's a reason your name's on here first, because I want to make sure that I've had your name on the submission form when I submitted, because I, I did, we did do two, two, uh, uh, $50 donations to make sure both of us got on there. And here's right here, Kent of ritual misery. And then Amos of ritual misery. Those are not two separate entries. That is one entry alphabetized by the first letter K so instead of Amos being way up here, right, way down here with Kent, because they saved it as a single entry and it went in there as Kent from Ritual Misery dash Amos from Ritual Misery. Yep. Yep. If I know it's gonna be like that, it could have just been like Kent and Amos from Ritual Misery, which just would have saved us fifty bucks. <laughs> well. I mean, I I think the money went to a good cause, uh, but <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. Yep. Oh man. Yeah. Um, no, I think it, it it makes me feel better that that we we paid uh, twice because technically, like, I'm not supposed to be in any of the Founders Day. Um, yeah, we got two rocks. Uh, correspondence and whatnot. Uh, if I, you know, if I hadn't paid or whatever, so. Yeah, I, yeah. I feel a lot better about it. We only um, got one coin though, and I don't know why we only got one coin. But you're not getting my coin. Yeah, no, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Um, I figure I did the work. I get the coin. <laughs> yeah. So I think. Well, actually, so b- before we go into more of the Founders Day uh, stuff that that we did, uh, you guys, the majority of our housemates, uh, to include you, left on Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Um, so you didn't have the opportunity to do what me and Curtis and Debbie Scott is one and a few others, um, were able to do. We went to a play put on by a small, uh, theater troupe in Northern Austin starring one Taylor Allen, uh, AKA our, our, uh, frequent guest Tay Allen. Uh, it was a ton of fun. Uh, she did amazing. Her male co-host or co um, co-star was also absolutely incredible. And then the rest of the trip was was really good as well. But I but I want to definitely highlight Tay and and uh, I don't remember the the male actor's name, but uh, they were absolutely a blast to watch. Uh, the play was great. Um, lots of energy. It was it was uh, a lot of fun. And unfortunately. I didn't upload the pictures I've got of that event, but I do have, I can't put them somewhere. Um, I can, you know what, I, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to throw them on Instagram right after this show. And then I'm, I'm going to use my what? Instagram as wait. my, um, wait, wait, 
you on Instagram? <gasps> yeah, I've been on Instagram for quite a while, but I haven't posted yeah. anything there in but, probably but a couple But you've been of years. shunning social media. Yeah, I have been, except um, somebody... Somebody invited me to look at something on Instagram a week or two ago, and now now that I opened it on my phone, I get all the notifications and stuff that prompt me, "Hey, this person commented on something." Oh, okay, let me get it, let me get in there again. So I'm kind of I'm kind of dipping my toes back into social media a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, social media is the dairy of our souls. It's, it's <laughs> okay. It just keeps sucking us back in. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm actually, I was trying to find what my, my username is on here. There uh, we go. Okay. It's just Del Noche. It's just Del yeah, Noche. On Del Noche. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, sometimes I'm Del Noche 77 some places. Um, my should, Twitter is should, RM underscore Del Noche. Yeah. You have too many names. You should fix that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, at least you don't have that problem, Ethan. King. No, at all. Uh, I don't get cold. <laughs> Multiples and multitudes of names in the same email. Um, and yes, W Skies One, I can fine tune those notifications, but I haven't I haven't been in that, the app long enough to. That requires a time investment. He's so. just not willing to put forth right. at this time. That's right. <laughs> so it's like the the fallacy. Like I don't, you know, I'm not spending the time to fix that because I just don't have time for that. But I still get the notifications, and I spend more time by clicking the notification and looking at the the new photos, and so on and so forth. But yep. so far it hasn't been a drain because, like the the big reason that I I stopped looking at Twitter and Facebook is because I always felt bad after after I spent any amount of time in there because there was just a lot of shitty stuff and and what I mean there's some good stuff there, but but there was always something that would either piss me off or make me sad or whatever. And uh, my experience with Instagram has not been that. It's it's been one hundred percent positive experience. So I'm not super eager to remove it from my life again. So, <laughs> so it, it's here to stay for now, at least. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So anyway, so the, so some of those pictures will go up on my Instagram, um, which makes me uh, think about uh, your Instagram and some wonderful photos that you've put. There as well. I think you're Ethan Kane, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you've put a much larger cache of photos in a different place. Uh, can you tell us where those are and what else people might find there? AnthonyLemos.com. Speaking yeah. of multiple names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, so Anthony is spelled like Anthony. Lemos is L-E-M-O-S. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, that's where I, I've been using it for a while to put all my my the photography I want to put out there on there. Um, I need to. I actually need to build a portfolio page because I'm trying to get like you know press passes and shit. <laughs> You're right. Um, right. Yep. So yeah, AnthonyLevels.com. You click on uh, whatever you got to click on. I don't know. Click on the thing. I think it's blog. Is it blog or it's new blog post? And the photography. I think it's post. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you'll get to uh, a post that says Founders Club Weekend. And that will also, it'll be linked in the show notes if you just want to jump straight to it because, you know, we do that. Um, but yeah, I, I posted all the pictures on there and I I think I did, I got some pretty good pictures overall. Yes, I absolutely agree. And we're going to, we're going to talk about a few of them. Um but yeah, so a lot of the pictures you took were snapshots, right? So basically just a, a quick, um, like, oh, that looks cool. Click, um, you know, not a whole lot of like uh, thought going into construction of the photo and all of that sort of stuff. Just like, hey, this is yep. a moment. Uh, th- those three people being together, it's a great moment. I got to take the picture now. Uh, but you also uh, did take some shots where you spent time constructing it and mm-hmm. – uh, You've got some amazing stuff, and uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna highlight a, a couple of those. Um, despite your modesty, uh, we are we're gonna we're gonna talk about a couple of those, and maybe maybe if you're willing, we'll talk about a little a little bit about how you uh, did some of the construction and and so forth. But um, uh, mostly, I want to talk about like some of the uh, some of the moments that you captured, and uh, maybe uh, maybe you and I can tell like a story or two that kind of gives some context. Uh, that that folks wouldn't get just by just by seeing the picture by itself. Yeah, 
Well, let, let's uh, let's start off with this one here, and I'll let you describe it to uh, the audio listeners that are, you know, still hanging out. Yeah. Okay. So this was taken at the uh, the pre event, the RMP event on Thursday at Darwin's. Uh, there's a good group of us in here um, doing the traditional thing, getting close together and throwing up diamonds. Um, we've got uh, – so me and you, of course. We've got Craig, Mike TV, uh, Open Bayou, um, Rewardian, Curtis LaRock, Waffleophagus, BioCal, W. Scott is one, uh, Ben Franklin, and then – uh, the new guy to our group that, that came over from Modern Rogue, <laughs> Mike is his name. I think he goes he goes by Rat something on social media. Yeah. Rats, Rat Catcher, Rat Jump, Rat Jump. He was the roguey in the group, something like that. Yeah, uh, nice guy. He's a fellow Air Force veteran. Um, I had a, a few good chats with him, but uh, yeah, great great little photo there of the of the gang. Yeah, rat uh, underscore jumper is uh, is Mike. So nice, nice. All right, um, this is a uh, yeah. This is just a group photo. It's like a it's a mandatory thing. Anytime you have a Diamond Club event, uh, just to start off the weekend or whatever, it's got to be there. So yeah. Uh, all right, what's the next one you want to look at here, dude? Um, so scrolling through, there's some some pictures of Tay. Tay showed up after we took that particular group photo. Yep. We've got uh, pictures of, of W. Scott as one doing some awkward white boy dancing. Uh, that, was, <laughs> that was pretty good. Yep, there we go. That's a great one there. Beautiful this, shot this of him. One, this one's more of a, uh, like, <laughs> I, I like it. It's got the three people in it and stuff, but, um, you know, it, I really, I really like this one right here. Yes. <laughs> yes. I don't. Willie looks like he's doing some sort of like a Charlie Brown dance. I think it's it, like the dance that Schroeder yeah, did, right? It's, or Linus. It's, Linus. I think it's what Linus did. It was something. <laughs> but the important part is he was having a good time. That's all that matters. Yeah. Go, go ahead so. and make. Go ahead and blow up that picture of, of me and you uh, being goofy in the in the booth there. Yeah, we always have to take at least one like just really stupid goofy picture, and that yep. that happened to be the one that night. Yeah, and yeah. this is uh this is actually taken by Tay while she uh, grabbed my camera and was walking around with it. Uh, yeah, rather rather precariously. Yeah, I don't know who is more afraid, <laughs> you or me. Like it should have been you, but I seemed to care more than you did, and I like ran after her. Like I was like, hey, let let me let me please please let me take this out of your hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah alright so we're st- still scrolling here um, on Friday I went to Jerry's place with Tom and we did a DTNS episode and I managed to grab uh, one picture this, I grabbed several but this is the one that, that seemed appropriate for release mm-hmm. uh, this is Jerry talking to Tom while they're on the show um, it, was, it was a good time it was, it was a really fun time Yep, right on. It's an angle of of Jury's studio. I don't think I've seen before, or at least not at least not at that angle and um, right condition. Yeah. Um. Well, that's a, speaking of Jury, that's a great picture of him right there in the middle. Yes. You think yeah. so? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, <laughs> him making this uh, weird face. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm I'm sure he would not think it's a great picture, but. I, <laughs> Which is why I like it, I think. <laughs> yeah, probably. Probably. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, here's a picture um, of you talking with Ali Spagnola. Oh, yeah. Yep. Ali Spagnola was somebody that I met actually on Tuesday, the day I got there. Uh, that was a big surprise. She, uh, we, we went out there, uh, Willie and I went out there for the great night taping, and she was the surprise guest, and we had no idea she was going to be there. So that was that was really cool. And here's another one of you talking with Invisible Wife, Bonnie yep. Brushwood. Yep. Uh, the the amazingly photogenic invisible person. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't think I've ever seen a bad picture of Bonnie taken by anyone ever. Uh, she's just a she's just a, a very beautiful person that the camera just loves. 
Or all of us are just afraid to release a picture of her that doesn't show her in her best light. <laughs> oh, well. Because because she's threatened. Well, I know over the years I've taken I've probably taken dozens of pictures of her over the over the years. Of, and yeah, I've never captured a bad photo of her. So <laughs> um, speaking of photogenic. Yeah. Yep. We got Shane Eros. Yeah. This this man, this is a beautiful man uh, that, yeah, also cannot take a bad picture. We we, we have another picture of him later on that's uh, that's pretty fun. Here he's just drinking a beer, sitting there in a blue blazer or sport coat or whatever the hell that thing is. Yeah. Looking like he's posing for a magazine or something. Like it's, it's, it's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. He's actually just. He's in conversation with somebody, but I didn't capture their whole head. Like their chin was buried behind the wooden plank. So I just, I cropped it to fit just Shane and it looked yep. amazing. It was like, that's, that's perfect. That's the picture I should have taken the first Yeah, time. it was, yeah, it was completely candid. Like it's <laughs> like, what? oh, amazing. Mike, oh, and here we go. With uh, Isabella and, uh, and Lil Moppet. Lil Moppet. Yep. And, uh, and then, Lil Moppet's on Instagram as well. I think it's Lil underscore Moppet. Um, yeah, I got, she I got, is a little teacup puppy that's, um, entirely way too, too small to maintain its own heat. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and just too cute for words. Uh, thus her Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a good picture here that I like of, uh, Brett Weaver looking at me. Uh, this was uh, might be the first picture taken of of me and him, and it was kind of we were posing, and then I don't know what happened right here if he was doing this on purpose to look intimidating at me, but <laughs> it it kind of looks like you are posing for a picture, and he's like, "What the fuck are you doing standing right. this close to me?" Right? <laughs> yes, yes. I think it's great. It's pretty brilliant. Yep. Yep. <laughs> There's several pictures throughout uh, your collection here that I think uh, people could definitely use as their their new user pick for uh, like for social media profiles. Uh, there's definitely a couple of pictures of Tom that I really like. There's one or two of Brian Brushwood. Oh, there, there's one right there of Brian that I think is just that would be a great uh, social media profile pick. Um. Oh, oh, uh, tell us about the game that you were kind of playing with with Alex Bagnola throughout the weekend. Oh, she, uh, I, I went to take some pictures of her on Friday night at the, at this Fing and Feather event. And she kept telling me that I couldn't catch her without her seeing that I was going to take a picture and ruining mm. it. So there was no, there was going to be, uh, no, um, uh, like no candids. Really, candid, there you go. That's the word I was looking for. No candid yeah. pictures of her. Like, and, uh, I accepted the challenge and to varying levels of success, I, I think I did pretty well. Yeah. You actually, you got a couple of really great candidates of her actually. So you, you definitely won that challenge. Uh, yeah, that's a candid one there. Um, it's not out of focus, but not necessarily framed, um, great because you were kind of like sniper, sniper attack yep. kind of thing. Um, Oh, but but one that is framed great that I love is the next one just above that, which is Tom Merritt uh, sitting in a dark corner that I think is uh, just a, it's it's an it's an amazing picture. Like this looks like something that would be in uh, like a portfolio that he would put together for uh, for like headshots and uh, stuff like that. Well, I don't want to say too much but hopefully it looks like the cover of podcast like I, cover I, absolutely podcast. <laughs> I, I think it's perfect for that yes <laughs> yeah Curtis that, says that, deaf oppressed photo yeah yeah this is um th this was an intentional photo that we had planned out before heading out to Austin that um, Tom and I had talked about uh, once I got there the the original idea kind of got scrapped because there just wasn't room and I wasn't going to try to clear out an entire room for the picture. But then I happened mm -hmm. to look back behind the bar and this little area was there, but there are always people in it. And then one time I looked back there, there was no one there. I looked over at Tom. Tom was had just ended his conversation with somebody who was getting ready to go to the bar to get another drink. So I was like, Tom, let's go do this. And got him back here. And we we only... We probably could have spent more time back here to get the picture framed a little better and, and, and set up 
kind of exactly how I wanted it, but the cleaning crew was back there and they were mm. working their asses off and I was not trying to interrupt or block them from getting their jobs done. So mm. we were trying to be as courteous as possible with them. And uh, I didn't want to be in their way too long. So we got some pictures. And once I realized that I had one that, that would work, I we left. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, it was a great one. So, so yeah, well done. And there's, uh, there's some little, little moppets. moppets. Yeah. Yeah. And this, this one, you shared this one somewhere. I think it was in a discord and uh, mm-hmm. got lots of, lots of love in there. Um, yeah. This dog is like the dog does half the work for you as a photographer. The the dog is incredibly photogenic. Like it's, it's ridiculous. You say that, but this picture, there were about 30 frames of this exact picture in just slight <laughs> different variations. And this is the one that I settled it on because the eyes were looking at the camera and the tongue was sticking out. Yeah. And yeah. It, yeah. And that's this, this right here took 30 frames or so over a span of maybe 10 seconds. Yeah. To actually get the picture that we wanted. <laughs> yeah. Cute little so, dog. Yeah. Um, there's Andrew Heaton. And here's yep, the there he is. Allie actually caught me trying to get a picture of her. Right. Yeah. My my favorite one, I think, is the next one you're going to show uh, of oh, her oh. catching you. Oh, this one right here. Yeah. For that one's perfect. Yep. <laughs> it's pretty great. Yeah. And this is another one where I had taken about four frames, and the first frame she hadn't seen me yet. The two in the middle were kind of transitional, and then this was the last frame. And this is the one that I. <laughs> Uh, the the one that I kept because it was, it, it's the one that it, it, it sh- like told the story. Yeah. So. Yep. Yep. I love it. And then, yeah, here's the puppy that you missed. Yeah, Pippi Longstocking. Um, I yeah, I missed her. Uh, Curtis said that he said that he missed Pip as well. Um, I think a lot of people missed. It. Pippi Longstocking because uh, Bonnie only had her there for a brief time and she was only outside for even a briefer part of that time. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Oh, here we go. Here's Shane. Oh yeah. This is a funny picture of Shane. You, you captured him eating some of the record breaking cotton candy sculpture. Yep. And, uh, you've, <laughs> so, so Shane doesn't really like his picture being taken. He doesn't like yeah. to be the, the focus of attention like that. But what happened with this one is he was eating popcorn or eating the, 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 the cotton candy. And I mm-hmm. got a couple frames of him while he was eating it. And he caught me getting the pictures. So then he went ahead and posed for a bite of cotton candy for me. And this is the one that turned out. Oh, I see. Okay. The other, the other I thought it was a, totally candid. The other one was kind of at an awkward angle. So this is actually one of the posed ones. Because the, in the original, he was eating the pink cotton candy. Yeah, so. that's great. Oh, and that's, yeah, for, for folks that aren't familiar. Um, yeah, thanks for the reminder. W. Scott is one. Uh, so Alex Spagnola uh, broke the record for the, the world's largest uh, cotton, candy, eh, cotton candy sculpture. And uh, you can go to Ali Spagnola's YouTube channel or the Modern Rogue YouTube channel. Both of them have a video up about it. Um, so yeah, go 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 check it out there uh, to find out more about that. Yep. And here is that cotton candy sculpture. Yes. Was it thirty-seven pounds 37 or something like pounds. that? And yeah. here is, I believe, Callie reaching in to rip the heart out. Yeah. Because she's ruthless. Yep. Yep. She got the the first the first bit and she got to pick uh where she got it from and she wanted to rip the heart out. <laughs> this this is a picture of Brian and Bonnie that I wish I had my fl- fill or my flash available to me at this time so I could fill in some of the shadows because this is a great picture of them, but the shadows yes. keep it from being remarkable. Right. Yep. Agreed. Yeah, they both look great. You you framed it perfect. Um, yeah, it's a great photo. Yeah. All right, here becomes the 
the Brave Show. Oh, Bonnie in front of all our artwork. Let's not pass that. I like this one right here. Yes. That one's wonderful. So she actually had a art display in the background, which I thought was great. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't her event, but she like they knew that people would want to see some of her art and she had a lot of cool stuff back there. Absolutely. Yep. Agreed. And I'm not going to go through all the break stuff, so I'm just going to show this one right here. Oh, yeah, a handful of them on display. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those are some yeah. of the standouts, I think. These are, I mean, they were all great, but like these, yeah, these are some of the, some of the like ones that really pop. Yeah. And then we get on to the actual event. Yeah, oh, got the Curtis. Malort, uh, and then we got <laughs> yeah, then we got a great picture of Curtis. Yeah, I so Curtis uh, wearing this this uh, floppy sun hat, uh, and I had no idea where it came from, and I still don't know, and I don't know where it went. <laughs> well, hopefully, it was returned to its rightful owner. <laughs> it, 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 it poofed into existence, allowed me to get a picture, and then poofed out of existence. Is what happened. That's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, yeah, and Curtis says that he forgets. So, <laughs> and, and here's your uh, your Malort, Ali Spagnola drinking the Malort. She took it better than Brian did. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. Ali is just a beast. Brian is a is a performer, <laughs> and Ali's a beast. <laughs> so. Yeah, and here she is actually performing. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. Oh, and you got this. So speaking of performances, you've got uh, a couple of really cool pictures of, of Mike TV in here. Uh, a couple of cool angles, uh, kind of like upward, upward yeah, facing I, uh, so or upward I, looking angles. I, I recently got a, a new lens. It's a 15 to 35 uh, F 2.8. And I haven't really used it for anything besides uh, landscapes. So mm. I wanted to really try to use that for some close-up photography. Unfortunately, it really distorts things around the edge. So if you get too close to the subject, if if they're reaching too far from the center of the frame, like their arm will get distorted, you know, and it'll be really long. Uh, yeah. But if you step back for, far enough, then the person ends up in the front and then you get this weird like warping effect around them without warping them. So... I kind of used that to my advantage. I got low to the ground and I got some pictures kind of looking up at the artists. And I thought those were really, really cool. Mm -hmm. Yep. Agreed. Uh, Mike, Mike put on a hell of a show uh, during that as well. He did. He did. Yeah. This, this is kind of what I'm talking about. This is probably about as far as I could go without getting some distortion. You can already see like his foot looks a little different than the rest of his body. Oh, right. Yep. Um, it's got that skater look like the, you know, we can see the bottom real close in the, you know, yeah. Right. Um, right. And then here, and you know who this guy is right here. I don't yeah, know who it Trey is. Warren. Trey oh, Warren. Oh yeah. There Trey Warren. Go. Yep. Yep. Great guy. Um, amazing musician. Um, he's, he's got a really cool property, not like right next door, but somewhere Somewhere in the neighborhood of uh, of the Modern Rogue uh, spot, um, which is really cool too. And he's got a, a really nice music studio out there as well. Um, yeah, yeah, good stuff. Uh, Trey, he, Trey's he, good people. He really accented uh, Mike TV's songs, like give it give it uh, a bass to allow Mike TV to kind of work around and and customize and like do his little frills and his and you know things like that. Um, mm -hmm. it, it was it was a good show. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And well, and then one thing about the show. So there was a girl, uh, gosh, was she probably 10 or 11 years old, maybe 12, uh, that was a big fan of Modern Rogue and uh, Scam Nation and, and all of that. And uh, her parents, as part of spring break, I think it was, uh, brought her out there and she got to take pictures with a lot of like her, you know, celebrities and, uh, you know, had a, had a great time. Well, her and her parents were like I was standing probably five feet away from her and her parents uh, during Mike TV's set, and 
any of y'all that have heard Mike TV's music, you'll know that um, it can get a little blue at times, and I don't mean blue <laughs> as in sad. Um, yeah, like uh, raunchy comedy is um, a, a lot of his songs, and he was playing a lot of his his like big hits, his bangers, his bops, the ones that you know the crowd favorites, and almost all of them are very blue. And I happen to look over at the family just as Mike goes into fuck, 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 motherfucker, fuck, fuck. And I, like the par- the girl was unfazed. The parents are like looking at each other, looking at the daughter. It's just like, oh, dear God. It's good stuff. Well, what, what hath hell wrought? Um, yes. <laughs> here's a picture of Bryce. I really should have tried to get this picture earlier when there's more light and I would, it would have been a little clearer, mm. but Bryce working at the console. Um, yep. Applying his doing trade. His, yeah. Doing his, his audio production thing. Um, mm-hmm. it was good to see Bryce. It was good to crack a couple of jokes and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And, and then, then of, course, of course, Jomo and the possum posse. Yes. You want to talk about a great show like yeah. that. They put on a, like a full concert basically that, that you would have paid. Like, I think any one of us at that event would have paid 50 bucks to see that show. Like it was fantastic. It they was are known really, for doing really diamond show. club events. And usually they come in with about three songs and every yeah, time they three do to that, five, yeah. yeah. Every time they do that, it's like, gosh, they just set all this, fucking equipment up and they're only going to be here for three songs like that's <laughs> yeah right irritating you know no they were out there for a full hour doing songs it was great yeah yeah really 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 good um they sounded great they they uh, had good comic bits uh jumbo even did like basically stunt performance uh toward the end of the set uh it was it was great it was fantastic i i know there's video in existence out there uh, but I don't know that – well, I'm pretty sure none of it is public, uh, at least not yet. I'm hoping that at least some of it ma- makes its way into some something. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of things that are now in the public that should be made into something, uh, this is this is an amazing photograph that you took. Um, and and I, if you would, please describe this this photo. This is Jomo and the Possum Posse uh, in black and white from the rear behind the set facing towards the crowd with each of the band members in silhouette. And the only lights you can really see are the edges of them. Um, so they're, they're, they're basically black silhouettes with white edges in front of a nearly black foreground. And this this picture right here, the reason the reason Ken's tripping out about it, and the reason I'm tripping out about it, is because this is one of the one of the few times I've tr- I've attempted to take a picture. Like I saw a picture in my mind, and I went to to actualize that picture. And after a little tweaking in Lightroom, it became an, the actual picture that I had envisioned in my mind. And this, like it or not, I this is this is one of my favorite photos ever. Um, it, it's it's just. It's so crisp and it's exactly what I had envisioned in my mind. Yep. Yep. I love it. And and if, again, if you're only listening to this on audio, click the links in the, in the show notes, or just go to anthonylemos.com and find this picture. Like it, it, if you look through all the pictures, you'll know exactly which one this one is. It's uh, the only or, black like white I said, go collection. to the YouTube. Yeah. Go to the ritual misery YouTube and, and watch this here as well. But, uh, Oh man, yeah, really, really, really great photograph. It uh, it took work. It took fourteen years of photography to get to the point where I could <laughs> get that picture right there. So, yeah, I'm glad well, you and, and it. it took you a while. Yeah, and it, I mean, it took you a while too to uh, uh, you know, to get it uh, constructed in in the moment as well. Oh like yeah, it. it how I, many I how many photos did you take in that set? Like just trying to get that. That well, actual picture. I made three attempts because uh, the first two they were just completely, entirely too well lit, and I wasn't getting the the flash aligner around you know the silhouetting around mm-hmm. um, the band. 
the third time I went back there and it was kind of like my last attempt because I knew their set was coming to a close. And I figured, you know what? I'm just going to I'm try it one more time. And then when I went back there to try it, I took a couple pictures, but Jomo wasn't in front of my flash. He was, in, he was off to the side a little bit, so I had to wait for him to get right there in the center. And I got three pictures total with him in the proper placement. And the uh, first one was, was uh, uh, slightly out of focus. And it, it can, couldn't be out of focus for the effect that I was looking for. Uh, the second one, uh, which is actually the, the third, of, third one of the three, the third one, he had just slightly moved to the uh, to my left. So I guess his left too, but stage right. Uh, had moved just a little bit, and my flash was shining too brightly th- between him and one of the guitarists. The middle shot, though, the middle shot is the one that I just showed, and it was perfect. He's got his, j- just his stance. He's, he's directly in front of the flash. So it's, the flash is lighting the stage. The light isn't coming back to me at the camera. And then I've got the two spotlights that are on either side of the stage coming down. And they're just providing accent lights for the other members of the band. And it worked out perfect. Yep. So yep. fantastic. There's a very short period of time in which that picture could have been captured with the equipment that I had on hand. And I actually got it. And I'm fucking thrilled about it. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Uh, I know uh, you posted that one in Instagram, and you got a comment uh, on it from the Possum Posse, yeah, which I thought was really cool. Hopefully, they call me. I mean, let me know. Use that as the back of your next album. Like, yeah, we can do. Yeah, this. definitely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. Yeah, man. So, yeah, really fun weekend. Uh, we got we got a lot of great pictures. Um, AnthonyLumos.com once again, and then Amos. What what is your Instagram again? Ethan Kane, E-T-H-A-N-C-A-I-N-E. Yep, and I am Del Noche on Instagram, and I write after this. So if you're listening to this um, not live, then it should be available now. Uh, go to <laughs> go to Del Noche on Instagram, and you'll see some of the photos that that I took with my iPhone, um, including some some pictures of Tay Allen in her play. So um, that's really cool. Uh, speaking of folks that that we got pictures of we're gonna have a guest here in a couple of weeks i so totally should... missed whatever it was that you just said because my mixer decided to shut itself off after 10 hours of being on and well that's how that works <laughs> oh so, man timing if the audio gods were angry at me for making fun of you earlier they came back to bite me at the end <laughs> that's karma my friend uh, um, yeah that's what happens. Should I be hitting the music right now? I feel like I should be hitting the music. Yeah. Well, hold, hold on a second. So uh, I was setting up our next episode. Probably, uh, oh. I said. Speaking of speaking of of folks that uh, we met this weekend and got some photos of, um, our next guest crunchy. is Crunchy. 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 And crunchy. I cannot wait. Crunchy. I had a great time on the Friday night event, uh, hanging out with Crunchy. um yeah so yeah it it was amazing to to have that conversation with her after not having a a conversation with her in person in so long it's going to be great to have her back on the show again uh she's got some amazing stories to tell um it's gonna be a lot of fun and that live uh, recording looks like it's going to be the 12th of may yeah Uh, you and i might we might do a show in between, but if not, uh, definitely the 12th of May, uh, we will have crunchy. So, well, there uh, is, look forward to that. I, I'm going to go ahead and go on record and say there's no show next week because, uh, Amber's out of town. So it'll just be me and the kiddos. So mm-hmm. breaking away for a couple hours to do this would not work with that schedule. Um, but, uh, yeah, definitely something possible the week after. Okay, so I will yeah, have just been will... just come back from Fairbanks actually, so there might be some stories to tell. Ooh, ooh, yeah, um, yeah. That, that is north, north Alaska. It's it's not. It's central Alaska. I'm just in well Alaska. Co- north compared to where you are. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you're already <laughs> in the great frozen north, and this yeah. is even more north. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's, it's about six hours north of me. So, right. Um, yeah, yeah so, I, we, so we might do something then, but, but if not, uh, Crunchy is our guest on the 12th of May, so uh, yep. 
check us out there. All right. And uh, of course, if you are interested in any of the music that plays on this podcast, it's either supplied by our amazing audience or by Kevin McLeod, who I don't know. I kind of feel like he's part of our amazing audience too, but you know, he's, he's definitely a, a, a previous guest on Ritual yeah, Misery. He's a fan of the show. Future guest, in fact. He's got a, a documentary coming out, and we've been promised a guest spot when, uh, yes. when, when so, his schedule first, at his first availability. So. Yep. And also, so speaking of that, uh, I'm going to get into contact with the director once again of that documentary and see if he wants to do some promotion uh, with us for that. Hell so, yeah. Oh, yeah. so a possible, a possible future guest in there as well. But uh, more, more importantly, though, in Competech.com uh, to, to get a hold of some of Kevin McLeod's amazing work. Right. Or you can just be like the rest of the internet and rip it off for free. Um, I'm Amos. That's Kent. We are out of here. Thank you so much. This has been your Ritual Misery Podcast. See ya. Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>